So hi guys, I'm so excited to have our next guest. She's amazing. She's incredible. She is um, just somebody that I look to for financial and wealth advice. And I hope that one day I'll be able to afford her so that she can manage my finances. Incredible. <laughs> um, welcome the very um, knowledgeable, experienced, and adorable and amazing Winnie Sun. How are you doing? Oh, you are so sweet. I feel like a double-headed unicorn right now. Because <laughs> you are, because you're a managing <laughs> partner, you know, of Sun Wealth, um, and um, you uh, give so much great financial advice across all different, you know, media channels. I think you've been on CNBC and uh, Forbes and uh, a bunch of other. Can you remind me? Because like I have Alzheimer's. Um, you're supposed what? to know this stuff. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, I, well, to answer your question, it, you know, I don't blame you because the list is, a, is sort of obscenely too long. Yes. Days, but I am on the CNBC Digital Council, the regular money person on Good Day LA. I do written for. I'm a contributor for Forbes now for almost seven plus years. Wow. And I do have a brand new show coming out on what? CW and NASDAQ. In 2020. Woo, that's awesome. Grabbing you first. Yeah. All right, what's it all about? I'm so excited. What's the it? show is called Level Up with Winnie. Ooh. So it's all about how you're going to teach you and talk to you and introduce you people and myself. We're going to teach you how to level up so that you can have the best in life. I love it. It's like, you love it? I love it. Yeah, it's like a Sierra song and it's like Susie Orman, but with an amazing Asian woman. I love it. Okay, but a lot nicer too. <laughs> Okay, because so, okay. I feel like this. I feel like Susie Orman is like an Asian mom almost. Like she Asian mom? I don't but, get that, but okay. But okay. <laughs> she she's a lesbian, right? So she's going to give it to you straight. So I feel like it's her way of caring. So, so you think she's kind of mean? Okay. I mean, I can see that too. That makes sense. Well, you know what? Um. I don't know if she's mean, but she seems pretty rough, you know? Yes, she's and very I, direct, I guess, yeah. I can see those whole like Asian mom correlation because I have a pretty tough Asian mom. And yeah, I can see some like that, those moments where like, you need to save money. Where's all your, I can see, I can see there being a correlation there. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> but you're much nicer and it's like, I love it. Cause like you, you're more like approachable. Aww. I feel Cause I think when people think financial advisor, they're like this like really uh, stuffy old white guy and very judgmental. And they're like scared. Uh, yeah. And not to say like you're not knowledgeable, but I just feel you're approachable. Does that make sense? Like I don't want to make it seem like it's a bad thing, but I just feel like you're relatable. At least well, to me. I mean, I, I don't really think approachable or relatable is a bad thing. I mean, I feel like yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like I can embrace that uh, significantly. But you know, I, 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 I love what you're saying that though, because like, you know, being a financial advisor for so long, I got to admit, sometimes I get in a room, a bunch of financial advisors, I get the heebie-jeebies too. But <laughs> the good news, there's people like us out there that will embrace and love you. So you just got to find yeah. us out. I mean, we're a little hard to find, but we exist. Yeah, I love it. That's yeah. awesome. I'm so, so glad. Now I can like manage my finances. I feel like there's a lot of guilt and shame involved in finances. I think people hey. are starting to talk about more, well, at least maybe in in my coaching world circle because there's a lot of like shame around feeling you should be better with money but you're not Aww. and a lot of guilt stuff just the more woohoo space anyways but I feel like you have the structure because you actually you right like because you, you graduate from UCLA you know you have you know hit like most of the important media spots that mattered and like you you know obviously have a great financial background so it's an excellent one 
on for me. That's, you know, you're just me. You're just basically saying that I'm really old, but I'm good. Uh, no. <laughs> no, you look like you're like uh, <laughs> shit. Well, now, now what? Now what do I say? Um, if you see her picture, okay, I'm gonna find the best, and it's not gonna be even hard. I'm gonna find the most gorgeous picture on your on the video, so like people can't even. Uh, be mad, okay? I'm gonna find the most. <laughs> we saw your profile picture anyway. It's beautiful. Well, um, okay. Yeah. Well, One yeah. of the advantages being Asian, right? Asian. Yeah. Asian. Don't raisin <laughs> and don't crack and any of the things that uh, regular skin does, I guess. Um, but seriously, you you glow. You look beautiful. Uh, and so, okay, let's. Um, I just love shooting shooting the the stuff with you. Um, we we didn't even start the interview. We're just having so much fun. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> all right. So first official question, what is like the funniest finance joke, you know, or like the funniest thing that's happened to you at work? Oh my gosh. So many funny things happen to me all the time because those of you who know, I'm, you know, I'm a financial advisor. I always say I'm a financial advisor by trade and I also play one on TV. So, mm -hmm. so many funny things happen to me constantly, but, um, I will tell you something that I think a lot of you will think is hilarious. So the first time I was on CNBC, okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was all nervous, but I was excited. I'm going to be on CNBC. I feel like, wow, they reached out. They wanted to be on the show. I was like yeah. making the big leagues. And then yeah. after I got off the show, I was like, oh, I think I did okay. And then my publicist calls me and she's like, so when he, CNBC called, I was like, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay. And she's like, well, well, I'm like, and she was like, she couldn't come up with words. So I'm like, okay, this is either really good or really bad. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, well, well. I'm like, okay, Jess, you're not really the type that actually ever is a, at a loss of words. So just yeah. get at it. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like, well, She's like, well, the good news is they said you looked the part. And I was like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. the suit yeah. works. works. Yeah. She, and they said the bad news is they, they think there's something wrong with your tongue. I'm like, what's what? wrong with my tongue? What? So I know, right? I was like, what? Okay. Then, um, so basically, um, without them really saying it, because then I went to speech therapy, you know, like I went to like media coaching, all this stuff, only to figure out what was wrong from, from myself by finally mm. doing live streaming. And mm. what it was is, is I was speaking Chinese because I spoke Chinese before I spoke English, like many of right. us, right? Yeah, me so too. I have... Yeah full-blown Chinese, but they thought it was something wrong with my tongue and it mm -hmm. wasn't it's just because when you speak Chinese as you know yeah um Chinese is very abrupt right okay bye. yes yes like yeah exactly like like all these like terms like yeah everything's really short right yeah but exactly it, but English you gotta take your time and you gotta enunciate <laughs> such an inefficient right? language <laughs> yeah so anyway i hope you can like that story because yes. i think it was yeah hilarious. i love that that's hilarious so what did you say chinglish ching chinese i speak chinese oh cantonese right oh okay, okay. i say chinglish 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 yeah now I that's hilarious i've embraced my chinglish and i mm -hmm. think we should all embrace our chinglish like whatever variation of chinglish you have yeah but um but now it's, it's, it's cool. It's so funny now because I go on different shows now and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're a natural. I do TV all the time, almost like every day, right? Like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, she's a naturalist and that. And I'm like laughing. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. seven years in the making natural. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's obvious. You're super entertaining to listen to and you have so much good Aww. wisdom. 
on your show so and live stream so i love it um so okay so how did you become a financial advisor uh well you know it's a long story um how much time do you have um basically okay so you know so so typical asian kid i'm guessing you're going to be in this situation those of you listening tell me raise your hand raise your hand so i know that you're here here you're doing the same thing but um i was like total geekaholic in school right like typical Mm -hmm. you know my mom's like there is nothing but an A plus, anything else yeah, is an exactly. A plus and you're a loser. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I had great GPA. I was all set to go to a really nice school up, up in Northern mm-hmm. California. And mm-hmm. then about three months before I started college, my parents pulled me aside. And, um, you know, these are like, like just hardcore. My mom's hardcore, right? Like my mom could mm-hmm. go to war right now, like defeat yeah. <laughs> So tough. She comes up to me and she goes, like, um, Winnie, or she didn't say Winnie, she said, like, something like, you know, um, JJ, I need to talk to you, and so I'm like, okay, and I talk, so I sit down, she's like, and I'm like, what's wrong, and then my mom's like, never emotional, right, and I see right, right. What, I, what I call a shiny eyeball, so I'm looking at her <laughs> yeah. eyes, and I see a shiny That's eyeball, right. so funny. Like, right? what, 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 what is this, and she's like, she's like, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, but remember that project that dad and I saved a lot of, like kept saving for, invested in that real estate project in Claremont. I was like, yeah. She's like, well, that was for your college. I was like, okay. And my miss college. Okay. Well, the partner went bankrupt. So where you have to go bankrupt. So three months before I go to college, we have no money. We have no money. That's so cool. be- yeah so because of that like I just had to hustle really really hard you know yeah. throughout college I was like working bajillion jobs right. and then at some point I said you know I probably should learn something about financial planning mm. because my immigrant parents need help mm-hmm. yeah and I don't want to go <laughs> yeah. through bankruptcy right. again yeah really yeah, wow. yeah mm-hmm. so that's how I became a financial advisor I said I was actually I was working on television um, mm-hmm. I was doing very, very well. And I was taking the financial planning course or um, certificate program at night at UCLA. Mm-hmm. And the professor who ended up being the dean, or not sorry, the dean, the regional director at Smith Barney, actually mm-hmm. told me to interview at Smith Barney, which was at the time, one of the largest financial firms, you know, we earn money the old fashioned way. And mm-hmm. um, so I got, I, got, I got an offer to work at Smith Barney, I stole my business, put on my first suit and went to work mm-hmm. wow yep. and how was that experience interesting mm-hmm. very interesting because um uh like i'll tell you this because obviously mm-hmm. I, you know we're having this asian discussions so i feel like you're not my people yeah. and everyone yeah. else is my people <laughs> and you'll relate to this oh yeah. so i was working there and i was all excited you know like i'm mm-hmm. in this fancy office mm-hmm. fancy desk mm-hmm. i have a suit on i got my mm-hmm. clean shoes on life is good mm-hmm. and then this advisor comes in you know this financial advisor comes in he's like a really nice guy i thought he was a really nice guy he kind of looked like uh, one of the characters from the simpsons you know the guy uh, which one <laughs> you know the guy who wears glasses uh, like the, the, the evil planning guy like he no, was the, kept, the studious uh, one, the the kind of like Mill Mill no. something. Is his name Fred? Uh, you yeah, know, it's been so long. Sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna Google this because we we, okay. we need to know because yeah, those of you are listening right now are like, sure. who is she talking it's about? <laughs> characters. I want to say his name is Ned. Hold on, let me see. Ned, Ned Flanders. 
Ned Flanders. That's yes. Oh okay. God, that's so anyway, this advice you look like Ned Flanders. So now you have a, now you have visual. the sexy Flanders or regular Flanders. Regular like oh, okay. sweater okay. Flanders. Okay. Right now you have a visual. Right. We're good. So he walks in my office and goes, Winnie, like, welcome to the office. Congratulations. I'm like, cool. Thank you. Wow. Everyone's so, you're so nice. You're like, welcome you to the office. I'm feeling very like legit right now. And he goes, he goes like, yeah. So yeah. Welcome to the office. So the manager got a mm -hmm. great uh, bonus hiring you because you're a double minority. I was mm -hmm. like, cool. Thank you. Right. I'm like 24. Yeah. I'm like, thank you so much. I'm like, ha ah, ha. Like, thank you so much. And everything. And then he walks out. And then I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, we're double minorities. <laughs> but it's true, though. It's true. Yeah, we're double minorities. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Asian and female. And then, yeah, and yeah. after a while, I'm like, oh, crap. That's what he meant. So they didn't really hire me because I'm awesome. They didn't really hire me because of my talent. They hired me because he wanted to get a bonus. And I felt so ashamed at that moment. And um, I was thinking to myself, how am I going to walk myself back to my car? Because right now I'm just like feeling like just the smallest person. But then mm -hmm. at that moment, I'm like, let's screw that. I'm gonna, I'll produce them all. <laughs> yes. And yes. I, I still feel that. I felt so that. Yeah. I was like, okay. At that point, you know, that's when like I got my groove. I was doing my inner dance in my head. Yes. And I was like, let's get this business rolling. I got to yeah. make phone calls. I'm going to get working. I'm going to yeah. find those big clients. Mm -hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. I love that story. That's amazing. And like, how did you start your own own firm? So, okay, so I was at Smith Barney for over a decade. Um, Morgan mm -hmm. Stanley bought them out. I didn't feel like it was the right home for me anymore. So it was mm -hmm. time to look at a different home. And um, pretty much every firm on the street wanted us uh, for a lot of different mm -hmm. reasons. Probably also yeah. because I was female and young. So, yes. and I was doing mm -hmm. just a... a I was just doing a crazy amount of business. So also, and did you did you also overproduce everyone? Like, what was her? I wasn't sure whether. Of course, my friend. Of course. Okay. How so fast did my, you get promoted? Like, well, like, so, yeah. well, the first week of business, uh, uh, someone, another person came to meet me, with, um, and it was like someone really nice guy, and mm -hmm. he had just started the business, and he wasn't in. He wasn't an advisor, but he like was a wholesaler he represented a mutual fund company and we became friends and he's like you know Winnie I don't know there's something about you I'm telling mm -hmm. you you're gonna be in the corner office really soon and, and he was right I wasn't too much longer I ended up in a beautiful corner office and so you know I made VP like all these titles and then um and then yeah so then everybody wanted us we were given some crazy um, uh, sign-on bonuses join them and mm -hmm. then eventually one of my mentors in the business, someone I really trust and really, really, um, really look up to. And for mm -hmm. me, it was never about the money. It was really about like, you know, I know it sounds crazy because I'm a financial advisor, but for me, mm -hmm. it was all about the competition and about mm -hmm. the growth, about, um, about being able to be really good, a really good advisor for like a client to come in with shiny eyeball and say mm -hmm. like, I changed your life. <laughs> that was my, that was what I want. I wanted to make a difference in as mm -hmm. many clients yeah. lives as I could so yeah. then, um you know I had my I was pregnant with my first child at Smith Barney mm. it wasn't the greatest experience and mm. I felt like I needed to have it all so mm -hmm. um I wanted to be in an environment where I could be a mom and mm -hmm. I could be a financial advisor and both mm. 
would be simply both would be amazing together. Like I wouldn't have mm-hmm. to sacrifice one for the other. And yes. so that meant really creating my own firm. So I have this amazing business partner, Brandon. Brandon Chang has been my business partner for 20 years. One of the wow. nicest, my, like my best friend, my little brother. Yeah. Love and um, so he and I, we jumped ship and mm-hmm. um, we started our own firm. And the rest is history. And now I'm sitting here talking to you. So life is great. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay. There's so many things that happen. Oh my God. How did you meet yeah. your significant other? And like, what has being a mom been like? Are you talking about my hubby or are you talking about my business partner? Uh, I guess people. both then. Uh, both. Yes. Okay. I met yeah. my husband and my sisters graduated from Cal Berkeley back in the day. Nice. Go and then, yeah, go bears. And I met my business partner, uh, who is not my husband. Need, I need, it sounds like I need to clarify. Um, I met him um, at in the cap, uh, in the kitchen at Smith Barney and Pasadena. And we were both going to get mm-hmm. the same car, and then we started talking about cars. And I don't know why I did that because I don't talk about cars, but um, we talked about cars, and then we became friends. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. And he so, was wearing a suit that was way too big for him because he was just a kid. That's hilarious. So, like, okay, I obviously started this podcast to find a millionaire or yeah. better because mm-hmm. I'm divorced and I don't care anymore. Uh, yeah. So, what advice do you have for? Yeah. Oh, what what advice do you have for single women trying to find rich men? Be a rich woman, and you'll find a rich man. Ah, I was afraid you're gonna say that, and I have to do work. Well, you know why? Because well. like, you know, <laughs> it's it's awesome. Like, it's so that, that is true. Yeah, being rich is awesome. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I okay, not not, not not being rich is awesome. I mean, being able to have that that confidence, knowing that you're on an even playing field, is yes. awesome. That you is know? very true. Yes, and mm-hmm. not only that is you don't want to be with a guy that you need to depend on for in any ways. Yeah. Yeah. You want someone that like brings happiness to your life and balances you, but then you both are winning by being together. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like we are all sort of secret millionaires in disguise. We just have to find Ooh. a superpower. And that's like, a good way to say yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason why everybody listening to your amazing podcast couldn't oh. be a millionaire. In fact, I'm on my pursuit to be a billionaire. Okay, no, kidding. I'm I totally love it. You're going to make it. I know. No, I know no, no. If it's anyone's going to be you. Um, no, no. I'm too, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. Not unfortunately. I think it's a good thing. I'm, I've, I've been told I'm too nice um, and, and too nice to make it to make it like crazy like a billionaire i think i have to be pretty ruthless and i and i and i own that because i'm proud of that i love mm-hmm. i i always in my life even though i manage money i always say like there's so much more than just having money i think that's why clients like me too because mm-hmm. i give them first pers- i give them perspective yes that is very true i love that um so yeah what has been a mom like you know running a financial firm obviously super busy and you have like uh children and how how, how do you how do you manage everything well, I have a saying, um, being a financial advisor makes me a better mom, and being a mom makes me a better financial uh, advisor. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's a win on both sides. I think um, uh, certainly, you know, my kids are awesome, and that they, they completely understand money right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my youngest is six, and he probably knows more mm-hmm. about money than, than many of my, yeah. my, my brand-new clients. But, mm-hmm. um, but also – 
you know, be able to provide for my family is really great because obviously I didn't come from money. My husband mm-hmm. didn't come from money and we're able to give our kids such an amazing life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and being and working, I think being a financial advisor is very, very hard to be a mother and be a financial advisor, I think, because the financial industry, even at, in, two, in 2020 right now, for a women financial advisor, there's no such thing as maternity leave. So mm-hmm. I didn't have maternity leave when I was a financial advisor and it still doesn't exist today. But fortunately, mm-hmm. um, I have my own firm and I was pregnant with my second child when I moved and started my second, my own firm. And then mm-hmm. I ended up, you know, now I have three kids and people are like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because moms mm-hmm. are like Wonder Woman. We have capes growing yeah. out of our shoulders. Seriously. Yeah. Right. So and true. then, and then, you know, financial advisor, I'm like really, really good at planning. So mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's perfect. That's basically what a mom's doing all the time. That's right. And yeah. and because I'm like, and because I work, and I kind of think this is a secret, because I work so much, mm-hmm. I'm always in a good mood, you know? So I don't mm-hmm. have like a lot of, I don't have a lot of like, you know, I don't have a lot of that, that, that inner angst or inner anxiety and stuff like that, because I'm mm-hmm. a working person. Mm-hmm. I love that. This, this is amazing. I'm learning so much from you. Um, I'm going to thank you when I when I have my own uh one day so I love that um so no, 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 I want problems? you to be my client one day I'm putting out in the air yeah honestly. that's true yes client yeah. yes for sure um yeah. I need to I need to make it right now so this is a good goal um so yeah it would be an honor absolutely um so uh what what are the most common mistakes that you see people make with their money um they focus on a couple of things number mm-hmm. one they they focus on what they don't know Number mm-hmm. two, they focus so much about what they don't have. They feel like they don't have enough mm-hmm. money to get started. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is they, they focus so much on fees that mm-hmm. they, they lose the bigger picture. And uh-huh. the, the insecurity keeps them from doing what's better for them. So oftentimes it means um, starting, like, like I first started investing when I was 19 years old. I had wow. $2,000 to my name. That's it. What did you invest more. in? I'm, I'm so curious. So I, I had a, one of my college friends, his dad was an accountant and he was doing our taxes because we had started a company even in college. And he's like, we need to go get your patootie over to the bank and open up an IRA. So I opened up an IRA and I went into the bank and the, the advisor there gave me a mutual fund, didn't even explain it to me really, and just told me to buy it. And I invested in it. it and in, in retrospect, it wasn't a great mutual fund, but it it taught me the importance of saving for my future, mm-hmm. even yes. when I had like no money. And yeah. it made all the difference because I think mm-hmm. so many people wait until people are like, Oh, Winnie, I don't feel like I have enough money to see you yet. I'm like, what do you mean? Like yeah. you have, you have like money in your wallet because if yeah. you, do, you probably have money yeah. to see me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. So like, what does money mean to you? Like philosophically, like what, what does it like represent to you? Money means taking care of people I love. Money means solving problems yeah. for people that need me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the most important things in life, money cannot buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but money can make people who care about lives a little bit easier. Easier. Yes, I absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it, um, mm-hmm. yeah that's it. <laughs> so, um, like, what do you teach your kids about money? Because I'm, I'm, I'm having more, like, friends who are parents now. Like, I yeah. feel like it's, it's like really different. I don't know if it's an Asian thing or an American thing. Or it's, I, I think it's definitely like a white American thing. I feel like it's so difficult for them to talk about money. Like, I remember when my friend's mom came over 
and my mom mm-hmm. asked her like how much her house was and I could see the visible <laughs> discomfort in her face right because she's white and it's like and, and sometimes I wonder like why is it not okay to ask you know because like Chinese people mm-hmm. swap info all the time they're just like oh I got this house for a million dollars how much did you get it for oh wait I got ripped off so it's more like um yeah and I talked to another millionaire Chinese dude he's like the main difference I noticed between Chinese entrepreneurs and American entrepreneurs is that like the Chinese entrepreneurs are very okay speaking about money, but like the American entrepreneurs feel kind of weird about it. So yeah, I guess bringing back the conversation to like how to teach your kids about money, like how do you teach your kids about money? Well, I'll give you like, I mean, I talk to my kids about money constantly and we so many, the last few years, everybody's been asking me because they'll meet my kids or they'll talk yeah. about something. They're like, oh my gosh, I need to, I need to know how to do that. And so actually yeah. LinkedIn approached me and we created a oh, course wow. on how to teach your kids about money. What? So you can okay, actually, what's the link? What's the link? I um, need to, it's on, it's on LinkedIn. If you just, mm-hmm. if you Google Winnie LinkedIn learning, it'll mm-hmm. pop right up. But yeah, um, yeah. many of you can actually, I think many of you can actually download it for free and um, depending on what you have on LinkedIn. But anyway, um, but I think that the key thing is, like you said, like as Asian kids, we were taught mm-hmm. at a very young age, talking about money constantly. Constantly, like, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but still to a certain point, I think there's, you know, because as in most Asian families, although they talk about money, they, they don't really know to talk about money in a way that will empower children. I think they just like complain about it. <laughs> yeah, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I love the way you use empowered. <laughs> yeah, but I think like, it's so we, true. Yes, right? it's always shame. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh my god, shame and guilt. We we don't have any yeah. money, or we have only, and that person. Like, it's, yeah, it, but then but then that person has a lot of money, and therefore they're so much cooler than all of us because they have so much yeah. money. But it, it's so yeah. unhealthy. But <laughs> yeah, it with, is. Yeah, with my kids, I talk to them. Well, first of all, this is you know sound this is gonna make you laugh too but my kids literally think we're like homeless i tell my kids constantly <laughs> how how we don't have money and we're so poor and we're the brink of bankruptcy oh my god and then my, my oldest is now 10 years old he's like but yeah. mom but why is our house so big like my, <laughs> we we looked it up at school we did google maps and our house is so much bigger than everyone else's house i'm like I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, know, house. <laughs> I don't know what, let me, let me show you. Oh my God. Let me show you. Um, uh, it's probably because the bank owns our house and we're, we're going to lose it at any point, but really. Oh my God. Nobody. That's hilarious. And then my, my, my eight year old's like, mom, we always go on vacation. I'm like, well, again, like, you know, what mommy has, you know, mommy does work with some of these hotels and stuff like that. So, you know, like, we get to, and, like, and everyone's like, well, are we really? I'm, and then my young <laughs> does that mean we won't have a house next week? Like, you know, we could. So that's why I really knew that Leonard's learning about money. <laughs> oh my God. This is hilarious. So I teach him about how to use money. Um, <laughs> I mean, and, I'm sorry, you know, I need to stop laughing, but you're so hilarious. That's okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm glad I'm making you laugh because I mean, yeah. it's a big deal because you're a comedian and I'm a financial yeah. advisor. I mean, the geeks making the cool kid laugh. You're funnier just, than me, though. You're funnier than me. No, this is like down. my, my hate. I've seen your videos. Yeah. Oh, well, but okay. I don't know what to say about that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're funnier yeah, so, than me. That's, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. My kids, um, yeah, so my kids and I use credit cards, they know, like, about, um, you know, travel points. And um, so one thing that we do consistently, we have discussions about money openly. I do show, share with them how much I work. I do once in a while, I'll, I'll show them checks that I'll receive. Um, so 
they're, they're very exposed to money. And in addition, I even like when we go different places, um, we talk about it everywhere we go, like, you know, how to shop, how to save money and stuff like that. I mean, like how to look for good deals on Walmart, Amazon, and, and how do we like do shopping portals, like the craziest stuff that I do, they have been exposed to. And mm-hmm. um, one thing is, I think we have really healthy discussions about money. We're, we mm-hmm. talk about it. I don't ever say like, nothing is off the table. Nothing is like, mm-hmm. you know how like, when we were kids, like, Oh no, that's adult stuff. Like, you, you know, yeah, kids, yeah, like children don't need to. Yeah, yeah. children mm-hmm. need, don't need to ask, don't need to know about this stuff. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. In my house, and my mm-hmm. husband are really good about talking to them about everything. So mm-hmm. like, they um, they'll stick in the credit card. They'll have cash. They'll pay mm-hmm. for things. They will mm-hmm. um, even the six year old, and they will um, every time we go to a restaurant, which is really infrequently because mommy mm-hmm. is a financial advisor. So therefore, yeah. we still don't eat out much. <laughs> so um, they are in charge of putting the tip down and adding it up. Mm. And it's very important. Like, that is, like yeah. I have, I had this whole ticket system that like this whole family currency system that literally I could tell you about you like love, but you got to go download the course because it's all mm-hmm. in there. And I, I put all, I like held nothing back. Every single thing that of the best that I do with my kids, I put it all in that course. Mm. That's amazing. Um, definitely go. I'm going to download that course right after this. I love that. So okay, and then um, let me know. I'm going to have to find a way to get you guys like free access. If, for those of you who don't have access, oh, let, me, okay. let me figure it out. But otherwise, okay. yeah, I, I think I'm good. I, I just need to talk to them about giving out some courses for some of those um, the segments are free because there's good stuff in there. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And we're going a little bit over on time. Are you okay with it? Because I know I said it, 30, well, but this is great. Your, your viewers are, they're okay. Sorry to put you up with me, but like, yeah, I'm just- No, you're amazing. Because I said 30 minutes, but it's like, it's going so well that I want to just keep continuing it because you're just so oh. amazing. But I, I know you're really busy. So I just want to make sure like- No, I'm good. Like, I have a okay, client okay. flying in in half an hour. We're good. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And then like, can you tell us about your clients? Like what kind of clients do you work with? And like, what are some of your best success stories? Okay. Well, I have clients of all different sizes. You know, I have like the- the person who comes in with their first thousand dollars all the mm-hmm. way to um, presidents and CEOs of the major mm-hmm. television movie studios here in Los Angeles. I love um, it. I, I've been worked, I worked with DreamWorks since DreamWorks Animation since 2005. I can share that a little bit with you. So mm-hmm. I work with them um, all sorts of clients. I work with celebrities as well as regular people. Some of the biggest mm-hmm. social media influencers on the planet are my clients. Mm-hmm. I work with really, really nice people. That's my only rule. I don't care how much money you have. I just care that you're a really nice human. If mm. you're a good human, I will be happy mm-hmm. to spend time with you. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, how can we um, work with you? How can we stalk you? Like, uh, what, what is your social medias? Well, um, I'll tell you a little secret. So mm-hmm. I'm actually considered the most influential female financial professional on social media today. Oh, so actually- yeah. Love yeah. it. So yeah. I'm really easy to find. All you gotta do is hit Google, hit Winnie Sun, and mm-hmm. um, all sorts of fun things will pop up. But if you want to find me, um, like WinnieSun.com or SunGroupWP.com or on all the social media channels, I'm Winnie Sun. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. should be easy to find. Me. 
I love I'm it. Pretty, and, and I'm you, pretty easy to find. You are, yeah. You're very uh, easy to find. You're like all over the place on LinkedIn. I love Just it. Don't so go, um, don't go on my Wikipedia profile because my photo what? is really funky looking there. <laughs> oh my god, that's but you look beautiful in all your pictures. But okay, I guess high standards. Um, anyways, uh, so like anything else you want to share with our audience before we let you go that you didn't get a chance to talk about? Well, that, that you're just amazing, wonderful. Like I, we, we connected on Facebook not too long ago. Wild, you've, just, yeah. you've just been the sweetest person. I wish I could meet you in person. Um, and yeah, you're you're just incredible. I mean, everything you said, kindly about you. I, one day we're gonna have to flip the table so we can do this together. But um, I I so appreciate your time. And and to be honest with you, I would want people to know that I would love to meet more people. So don't be shy and reach out. I literally. One thing I'm really proud about is I am a consistently the same person all the time. So mm-hmm. what you hear right now is what you get, better or worse. <laughs> Love it. So thank you so much for this wonderful interview. I learned so much. I was laughing my butt off. Uh, you're incredible. <laughs> and uh, when you saw guys, go, yeah, good Woo-hoo. exercise. I don't have to go to the gym. I hate the gym. Um, so thank you so much again. <laughs> and uh, hope to have you on future episodes to come. Okay, you said it because I want to come back on now, just so you yeah. know. But. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Part two. I look Part forward two. to seeing your, I'm, I look forward to hearing your other episodes and I'll talk to you later.